Oh, you want me to say something smart now? Well, yes, Ben. Um, that wasn't what That's I was how this works. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm very good at this, clearly. Hi, guys. You're about to listen to our third episode. But first, we wanted to remind you to send us your questions and stories about social life, academics, and anything else related to the teenage life. Now that we've started releasing episodes, we're responding to those questions when we can. We also want to hear ideas, suggestions, feedback, and advice. You can also find contact information in the show notes. Before we get started, I just wanted to say that this episode contains realizations and advice about dealing with parents based on our own life experiences, and I want everyone to remember that they know their own parents, whereas we most likely don't. Do what you know is acceptable within the constraints of your own home life. And remember, you can always reach out to a friend, a trusted adult, or even us if you need advice or someone to talk to. Now, here's the show. Hi, and welcome to the Human Equation Podcast, a show about being a teenager in the 21st century. I'm Benjamin. And I'm Darshini. Today, we'll be listening to a story from someone who we've been anxiously waiting to hear from. She's going to be telling us about the key components of her relationship with her parents. Divya, take it away. Today I'm actually here to ramble about relationships with my parents because that is honestly kind of like the root of a lot of things, if that makes sense. Um, You know, when we're all kids, we blindly follow whatever our parents tell us to do, you know, we do it without questioning it, well, mostly at least, (laughs) and as we grow up, we start to form our own opinions and moral judgment of what's right and what's wrong, and challenge those who oppose us, including our parents, which is, you know, interesting, especially as teenagers, like, especially with our notoriously raging hormones and reckless decisions and everything, you know, there starts to, like, be an awkward tension between, I guess, you and your parents. And obviously this is different for everyone, but I guess for me in particular, that's that's the truth. And I don't really know. It's it's kind of like a roller coaster because some days you will be like, Wow, oh my god, I love my parents so much. They're the world to me. And the next day you'll be like, Oh my goodness, they're so annoying. Ah you know? <laughs> so it's hard because you don't know like if you're the one who's in the wrong or if they're the ones who are being a little sketchy with their reasoning for like why they're mad at you or something like that. I don't know. But it's interesting because they're human too. When I was growing up, I never really considered this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna sound really weird. I never really considered my parents to be like real human beings that like could make mistakes, you know? I always thought they would be like, Oh, they're perfect. You know, they they have everything under control. They always know what to do in every situation. But, like, as you grow up, I feel like you start to realize that everybody is human. Everybody has their downsides, has their bad days, but everyone also has redeeming qualities. And, you know, in that sense, I think it's important to focus on those redeeming qualities, especially when it comes to people like your parents, because, obviously, like, you love them, and... I mean, you're going to be with them, like, forever, so... Honestly, um, here's what I think the buzzword for the day would be, and that's communication. I feel like it's an oversaturated term in the sense that everyone's like, oh, you know, communication. 
do it, it works, <laughs> but no one ever, like, really defines what communication is, like, I don't know, everyone has different ways of communicating, like, some people don't like talking about it, maybe they'll write, they'll write out their feelings, maybe they'll, like, write a letter or something to someone to express their feelings, I mean, I know I've done that before, but I've, I've never <laughs> given the letter to the person, but I've really written it, um, some people like to just rant, some people just like to yell, <laughs> some people, you know, like to text or call, I don't know, but I guess that's what we're all trying to figure out is like what is right and what is wrong, what the other person considers to be like right and wrong when it comes to communication, especially like with parents, because they like automatically have authority over you in the sense that like they can get mad at you for like reasons that you don't understand but you just kind of have to accept it because they're your parents and like you gotta listen to what they say and that can be frustrating I feel because if they're not communicating effectively it kind of lessens uh the incentive for you to communicate effectively or it, it just makes it hard because then you get like really frustrated you don't really know how to make your points known especially if you're trying to use like logical reasoning and yeah and they're just saying like oh you know like you can't argue back because i'm your i'm your parent like i'm your parent and i'm right and you're just like how 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 does that make sense and they're just like we just know better because we have more experience and i'm like okay understood but can you like explain <laughs> hello please i don't know i think you just kind of like you just kind of have to accept it at some point because like parents are like literally one of the best things in your life because they know all they are <laughs> all knowing they've been through everything you've been through even if i mean like my parents are immigrants obviously and so i guess it's i don't know if it's that obvious but yeah no they're from india so they're they've grown up in a very different culture than me um i mean i've grown up here in the u.s and so everything's like very different it's practically the opposite of what they've grown up learning and so it's important for me to understand that discrepancy between how we've been raised and what we believe is right and wrong and what we define as a, the paradigm, I guess, for what normal is. And see, that's why I come back to that word communication, because a lot of times I won't even realize I'm doing something like wrong, quote unquote, like in by their standards. And then they'll just like be mad at me and I won't know why. So I guess it's in that sense, it's just important. It's I mean, communication is, as my mom says, it's a two way street. So if you have an issue, you should you know tell them obviously politely and respectfully. But I don't know. I found that it's a good way to build up at least a better relationship with your parents. And I think trust is something that, like, when you're little, trust is something that you have kind of automatically, especially in your parents. But as you grow up, I don't know, it's, like, weird. It's not really that you lose that trust, but it's more that, like, you have to, like, other people have to gain it back. Like, you, you need more than just blindly following what people say. It's more like you need a why. You need reasoning as to why someone is saying something or why they're acting a certain way or why they're telling you to do something. And so trust is something that's like a little bit uncomfortable to deal with, but like that's just something you're just gonna have to establish or at least I, something that I gotta establish because it's just, it's so vital to like a healthy relationship 
especially with your parents, you know, and like, I understand that you can't, I'm beginning to learn that you can't really tell them everything, which completely goes against everything that I ever thought was right, because, you know, I would think, hey, you know, they're my parents, I should, like, tell them everything, because they can help me with my issues and everything, but I've found that, especially because of this culture difference, that I can't really tell them everything, because all it does is get me in trouble, especially for things that I'm pretty sure aren't, like, wrong, but it's wrong to them. And so I think it's just kind of figuring out your boundaries and being able to express what you believe is, like, morally correct or incorrect. And that's just basically the basis. It's the foundation for how you strengthen your relationship with people in general, even, like, not just parents, I think. But, yeah, I'm beginning to wrap my head around communication, I think. And I think, honestly, one of the, another really important thing is forgiveness. Like, oh my gosh, that kind of ties back to, like, the whole everyone is human thing. Like, I mean, I'm, like, the first kid, so my parents are, they have a teenager for, like, the first time. They're having to raise a teenager for the first time in, like, in a country where the culture is completely different to what they've grown up as. So it's like, I've got to understand that, you know, understanding is another key thing. Um, and I've got to forgive them for what I would consider a mistake because maybe they won't, maybe it's right in their minds, but for me, they've crossed a line. I mean, I know for me, privacy is a big issue. Like, you know, I mean, they'll go through my phone, you know, all the time and they kind of want to know everything that's happening, but I think i got to understand where they're coming from, and I need to understand that, you know, not everything they, I mean, everything they do obviously is in my best interest, like, they're not trying to be, like, rude or whatever, but, yeah, you know, that's just the little forgiveness aspect to it, because obviously, I have for sure, like, I know for a fact that they have forgiven me for, like, a million things, because I, I mean, nobody's perfect, right? And I think we'd all be a lot better off if we kind of, you know, forgave everyone a little, you know? Like, no matter what I say, everyone has amazing qualities, especially parents, obviously. I mean, the unconditional love that they give you, the fact that, like, they stick by you even when you're being completely stupid, you know? That, like, stay up late with you and help you with homework if you need it. They'll, like, get up early with you and, like, drive you to the bus stop in the morning. Like, even the simple things. They're there for you all the time. And appreciation is really what I need, or what I have, too, because, you know, I love them a lot. And I I really do appreciate what they do for me. But it's just, like, the little itty-bitty arguments or whatever that kind of add up that can get to me and to them. And to, you know, alleviate that unnecessary pain, I guess that's what communication is for. The Human Equation will be right back. Hi guys, Darshini here. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Before we move on to the general discussion segment, I wanted to ask you for a quick favor. Our goal with this podcast is to share useful ideas and advice that makes life a little easier for our listeners. But we can't do that if nobody's listening. Word of mouth is the best way for us to grow our audience, which is why we're asking you to support the show by sharing it with your friends and maybe even posting a link to it on social media. You can also leave us a review if your podcast player supports that, 
or send us feedback using the contact information in the show notes to help us make the podcast more appealing to potential listeners. And now, back to the show. I guess my initial thinking when it comes to your relationships with your parents and your family in general is that family comes first. And I think that nobody else will support you the same way and love you unconditionally like a parent will or like your family will. And when you think about it, we really only get to spend a short 18 years living with them. Like Vivia mentioned in her story, like, oh, like we spend forever with them. And I guess that's true. Like it's the one relationship that will be there no matter what. But the time that we actually spend with them, like the time that we get to see them every day, that's a short 18 years. And then we have the rest of our lives where they're still there. But, you know, they're only going to be in the background. And so while they're still a big part of our lives, I think it's important to appreciate that and spend time with them when we still can. And the way I took what you said about them being with us forever is, I mean, yes, of course, they're part of our lives, but also they have a big impact on who we are as a person. So in that way, there's always a part of them with us because they're going to affect how we make all our life decisions and just who we are as a person. Exactly. Your relationship with them is the one that's going to be around from, I mean, it has been around since the moment you were born and it will be until you die. (laughs) If you see it as everything, like the interactions that you have or had with them remain and they continue to impact you today, then that relationship, I mean, I think there are a few things that are important enough to risk destroying that. So in terms of being able to tell your parents stuff, I kind of disagree with the idea that you can't tell them everything. I think it really depends how you're defining can and can't tell them. Because at least with my parents, I know that I've always been able to really tell them anything. And deciding what to tell them comes more out of how I know they're going to react. Like, I know that it will never be enough to ruin my relationship with them. But there are some things that I don't tell them because I know it would upset them or they wouldn't let me do something that I wanted to do or just something along those lines. But I guess I'm lucky because my parents have always been there to support me no matter what I tell them. At the same time, I get where she's coming from because I'm also the child of two immigrant parents. And while I do want to be able to say like, oh, like, you shouldn't ever feel that you can't tell your parents everything. You should be able to tell them everything. I get it. You sometimes feel like you don't want to have to tell them everything. Like, I don't come up and instantly tell them every problem I've been having at school because, I mean, you have your own life too. And we're at a stage where we're trying to be able to figure out problems on our own, you know, be self-sufficient, not need them all the time. But I still think it is good to be having a relationship with your parents where you can tell them things, but it doesn't have to be everything and it doesn't have to be everything as soon as it happens. Just get an idea of what you can say and when, and I think you'll be set. But don't ever feel like you have to tell them everything, I guess, because you do have a life of your own. So that kind of ties back to the idea of forming our own opinions and moral judgments like she talked about. I mean, every generation kind of comes up with their own set of values and beliefs, and even every individual, and those are never going to be the exact same as your parents, just because ideologies tend to change over time, and people tend to change over time. So I think it's important to understand that 
everyone has this experience of disagreeing with their parents and not feeling the same way about everything as their parents. And what's important is understanding that that love that they have for you isn't going to be affected by that. I think people worry a lot about kind of how their parents are going to react to things. They're not going to stop caring about you just because you feel a certain way about something. Right. Your parents are very likely have felt the same thing with their own parents, where they're trying to say something. They're from, you know, the newest generation, I suppose. They're trying to get their parents to understand something, and they won't. And so your parents' parents, you know, your grandparents at that time, they most likely would have said something like, oh, you'll understand once you're older, once you're a parent. Now your parents are your parents, and they're in that position where they're like, oh, you have to be wrong. But I think we can tap into the fact that they've been there before, you know? So just keep that in mind whenever you're trying to get your point across. And know that there's something you can learn from every generation. Your parents are amazing, you know? They're great human beings in their own right. And you also just need to be ready to learn from them and accept their opinions as valid as well. There is a generational gap, right? There will be. But the important thing is to see it, recognize it's there, but not avoid it. You want to bridge that gap, not pretend like it's not there, because it is there and it will be there. So in terms of the idea of everyone kind of having their own ideals for what's the right versus the wrong way to go about everyday life, I think it's important to remember that there's no guidebook to being a human. I mean, we're all just trying to do the best we can, and there's really no right or wrong. I mean, there's definitely morals in terms of if your actions negatively impact someone, that's wrong. But in terms of the way to live your life as a human being, there's no standards for that. There's no guidelines for that. There's nothing that says being a billionaire genius CEO is somehow better on the human standard than someone who's just maybe an employee at that company. A little bit about what she talked about with regards to how people communicate. That's not really something I've thought a lot about how we don't really have a good definition for communication because, I mean, in our past episodes, obviously we've talked a lot about it, like the fact that it's important. I have definitely mentioned, I think in the last episode, when it came to arguments, trying not to immediately text, trying not to immediately call. But sometimes, I mean, that just works for people. Like while last episode I said it can be easily misinterpreted, at the same time, if you're texting someone about what's been bothering you, there's like a barrier between what you say and what they're going to quote unquote hear, right? Your phone is that barrier. So in the time that it takes for you to type something out, you might change your mind and be like, oh, this isn't very nice or oh, this isn't actually what I want to say. Whereas when you're talking to someone in person, what you say is what you say. So yeah, there are different ways to communicate, and some ways work better for people than others. But at the end of the day, do try to communicate in some way, because running away from your problems never works out. I think it's important to remember that we're all walking in the dark here. No one knows what's the ideal way to live, and we're all just trying to do the best that we can. And I think it's important to remember that that's something that bonds all of us. We're all human beings, and none of us really know exactly why we're here or how to do this. Right, and regarding parenting, there might be some great how-to-parent books out there, but there isn't a single one on how your parents can best parent you. So they're really just trying to figure it out. And 
You should also talk to them. And I mean, not just about you, but I think especially now, because I mean, I'm a junior, so we're all very busy people. Your parents are busy people. You're turning into a busy person. But sometimes you just should sit down and talk to them because that alleviates stress from your own life and from their lives as well. Again, your relationships are what makes you happy. Your parents are trying to figure you out. And so you might as well make the whole job easier and tell them who you are. In that sense, try not to hide things from your parents. Let them know what you're passionate about, what you care about, how you want to live your life, especially because now since we're all headed off to college, obviously your parents might have some kind of idea of what path they want you to take. You know, they want you to live a happy life. They want you to have financial stability and everything. But on top of all that, they definitely want you to be happy. So especially now when we're trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives, let your parents know that too, because obviously they are going to have some kind of idea about how they want you to live out your life as well. Going back to what Divya said about different ways of communication, when she mentioned the whole letter writing thing, I know that sounds kind of strange, but I do know people who writing out letters to other people, even if they don't actually give them, it works out. I mean, my dad was telling me this story earlier about one of his friends who's a really, really rich businessman. Like, they're loaded, okay? And so his son wants to go into medicine. And after he's done studying medicine, he wants to go and practice medicine in like third world countries, like with doctors without borders or, you know, charitable medicine or something like that. But his dad earlier was like, why would you want to spend so many years of your life and have it all end up in you literally working for someone for the rest of your life you know like we have a great business you could take the business right it's a whole family thing and you can settle yourself and you'll be great and your life is going to be great and my dad's friend that was what he was thinking the whole time he obviously had his son's happiness in mind and he couldn't understand the fact that his son wanted to go and do this and his son isn't a very outspoken person so he wrote a letter to his dad and he gave it to him and his dad read it and I mean, I don't know what was in the letter, but my dad's friend, right, that kid's dad, he was like, I read it and I started to cry because he finally understood all the reasoning that his son had. And now he's really happy that his son is that kind of person. He was thinking like, what did I do to deserve a kid like this? And he was feeling bad about having not understood him as well before. So talk to your parents about how you're feeling, what you want to do with your life and do it in whatever way fits you, but just do it. So you were talking about how parents tend to have different ideas of what a happy life would look like for us. And I think that's another place where communication is really helpful because our parents' generation had different experiences as a whole that will change how they view what's important in life and what leads to happiness in life. And we haven't necessarily had the same experiences. So while your parents might feel like you need to have a stable income and know that you're going to be part of something that's going to ensure your financial success as something that will keep you happy and healthy. We might think that charity stuff that you were talking about and the act of helping other people might be more important to that. 
And I think that's just really important to talk to them about because they want what's best for you. And it's just a matter of them understanding how you feel about the situation and why you feel that way. I know our generation, especially, we pride our diversity. Like we're working towards removing boundaries between gender and race. And it's important to keep that same idea in mind when it comes to age, because your parents might be from a different generation, but they too have their own experiences and are really great people in their own right. And I know when you sit down with someone and you ask them, what is your story? What makes you you? What are you passionate about? What are funny things that happened in your childhood? Sit down and ask your parent those questions and you might be A, surprised by what you hear and B, they're going to be happy too that there's someone who cares about their past and what they want and all of that stuff because they care about that just as much as you do. And there is a lot that you can learn from them. For instance, I, like I said before, I'm the child of two immigrant parents. And sometimes I feel like we might not think about how many things that our parents have given up for us or how strong they are. Like my parents left from a country halfway across the world. They left their family. They left everything that they knew to come here and start a new life. My dad had come to the U.S. for work some time ago for a couple of months. He went back. He brought my mom and I over and we went back again. And I apparently really liked the U.S. And I would babble on about it as much that I understood about living in the U.S. And just the fact that I ended up liking it so much here was part of the reason why we came back and why we moved here permanently. So sometimes it's shocking for me to think that they gave up their family so I could come back to this place that I had apparently taken such a liking for. Do I recommend that your parents move their entire life for a four-year-old? No, but it's something that I need to keep in mind. And like I said before, there's a lot that you can learn from your parents, strength being one of them. Immigrant parents are crazy strong for leaving wherever they came from to start a new life. And my mom is an incredible person. As a high schooler, she was on a TV show in India for her singing. And she was a finalist and she was really good and she was gonna go off to college to study music and everything. And she couldn't. She ended up becoming a history major, history teacher. And when we came here, obviously she had to give up all of that. And for many, many years, she didn't work. And I can't say recently, maybe a couple of years ago, she started going back and now she teaches and she even teaches music now too and I think that's incredible the fact that despite leaving all of that she always wanted to pick it up again and she did and she built her passion back up and she built up that life that she used to have back there here again that's incredible and I'm sure all of your parents are just as incredible but maybe we don't sit down enough to hear about it so I suggest that you do so another thing Divya talked about was the issue of privacy, and she talked about her parents going through her phone. And the way I feel about that is, first of all, when a parent goes through their kid's phone, they're doing it for good reason. They feel like their kid is still their baby, and they still want to help wherever they can. So it's legitimately out of them trying to help their kid and make things easier for their kid by being there, maybe not because their kid wants them there, but because they feel like their kid still needs 
needs their help navigating life. And honestly, I respect that because parents do try to do everything for their children. And I think that's really amazing. And it takes a lot of time and effort. However, I do feel like technology is still emerging in our culture, and we don't really have a set of standards and ideals to go around that yet because the generation that's currently in charge of the world didn't grow up with technology. And the generation that has grown up with technology is kind of becoming that generation that holds power in the world. And I think there's going to be a real shift in terms of how we view technology, and I really don't know which way that's going to go. But in terms of the privacy stuff, I feel like, yes, there are definitely situations where a kid needs a parent's help and maybe doesn't feel comfortable talking to the parent about what's going on. And in that case, it can be good for the parent to at least be aware of what's going on in the kid's social life. On the other hand, the kid is still going to be their own individual human being. I mean, every parent knows their kid and they should be able to know in what situations their kid is going to need their help and when it's maybe okay for their kid to have some privacy. And I feel like a lot of parents don't know how to deal with technology, so they kind of default to just trying to keep an eye on everything that's going on. And while I admire them for trying to help their kid out, I think there are cases where that can actually degrade trust because then the kid feels like their parent doesn't trust them and they in turn feel like they can't have conversations with people or hang out with certain people because their parent isn't going to be okay with that, even though they might feel like their parent doesn't know the entire situation or is making assumptions. And another thing I want to jump back to, even if it isn't completely in relation with your parents exactly, it kind of goes with everything, but that was when she mentioned forgiveness. And I think that's something that a lot of us struggle with. I know as a middle schooler, for sure, I held grudges all the time. And you know, at the end of the day, that takes up so much of your energy. Like you're holding in all this anger and bitterness and it's not getting you anywhere. And there's a difference between being mad at someone and then acting like everything is okay and truly forgiving them. Because getting mad at someone and acting as if everything is okay, that's just fake. That's just you lying to yourself and lying to that other person and pretending that everything is okay when it's not. So either talk it out, try to resolve things, or just know when something isn't worth your time and energy and let go. Forgive them. You've got other things to worry about. This weekend, I really took the time and did something with my parents for the first time in like months. And it was great, but now I'm behind on homework and now I have tests tomorrow that I'm not going to be prepared for. And I feel like a lot of the relationship can get lost during high school because it's so stressful. You're up all night. During the day, you're so exhausted that you can't do anything except homework and then go to bed. And I feel like we miss out on a lot of time that we could be spending with our families. And I think as a society, we're going to have to at some point step back and think about whether that's worth it. I get that we're hopefully learning stuff at school, and I know it's supposed to be preparing us for the real world, but if preparing for the real world takes so much time that we can't have a relationship with our parents, then maybe we need to change how the real world works, because I don't think that's worth it, losing that relationship. That's really one of the most important things in your life and can be one of the most powerful things in your life, that family connection. Exactly. Like we've been mentioning a lot, your relationships are what makes you happy. 
right? I don't think anyone was lying on their deathbed and said, I wish I spent more time in the office or I wish I'd studied better on that math test. Nobody says that. We all think, dang, I wish I could have spent more cherished time with the people that I love. I mean, when we grow older, what do older people have that is most cherished to them? If it isn't the people that they love, then it's the memories that they had with them. That's it for our show this week, but before we go, we need your help. This show is based on listener stories, and we need yours if we're going to continue making episodes. If you have something to share, please send it using contact information in the show notes. Even if you don't think your life is interesting, just reach out and start talking. If there's an episode that can be made based on what you send us, we will find and make that episode. And we'll give you a chance to listen to the edited version before making an episode based on it. So you'll be able to make sure that the final version of your story is true to what you wanted to say. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Until then, stay human. The Human Equation is written, hosted, and produced by Benjamin and Darshni. Special thanks to Divya for sending us her story for this episode. You can find contact information and instructions for submitting your own story on our website via the link in the show notes. My co-host is demanding that I sound smart, and it's unreasonable.